Another week, another episode of Sky Blue Stories. We're six months into our little project here. And like Danny Vukovic, we've nestled this little seagull into maturity and back to safety. Daddy's back. <laughs> what? what was that well, analogy? We, we, you know, Vukovic, FFA Cup final, nestling, oh. nestling yeah. the seagull. Did he nestle back or to just hell and suckled on his teeth? Yeah. It flew okay, away yeah, shortly after. It was fine. It, it was doing it for the attention. Yeah, it was on TV. I was at that game, actually. I thought it was done for. But um, but look, we're all back together, the three of us. Thanks for sharing, John. After yeah. two weeks of me putting up with you, each of you individually, uh, James last week, Jonathan the week before, it's good to have the three of us back. I don't have to carry uh, either one of you. We can all share the load this week. I don't know if that's <laughs> going to happen, James. What are we sharing? <laughs> A load. Now, Sean's load. Apparently. Yeah. Um, hey, hang on, hang on. Is that the first inappropriate joke on the podcast by Jonathan Finger? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Is that is, no. That is probably the most dirtiest no. and oh, inappropriate. Careful, cancel culture. I know. You, you won't be here. Can you take that joke out? I want to maintain my reputation. Your integrity. I am yeah. shocked. I am appalled, and I am mightily aroused. Speaking of aroused, ten thousand. Listens this week, lads. We reached well done. What a milestone. Bit of an applause. Well done. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Very good. Um, okay, that's enough. So <laughs> that's enough. So when we stop now. When we started this thing, we sort of went, eh, if we got a hundred, ep- you know, hundred listens an episode, that'd be pretty sweet. Um, Ten thousand across twenty-five odd episodes, lads. So well done. Thank you to everyone for listening in, and uh, long may it continue. A uh, nice little milestone for the boys. And where are we tonight, Jonathan? We're at the wonderful Bella Vista Hotel tonight, uh, which our listeners can probably tell from the sound quality because um, it is far superior. Studio. Housekeeping has gone downhill. It has, it has yeah. Whoever down. is uh, using the Hills Podcast Studio before Bella, us, um, please lift your game. It's dirty. It's manky. You've left your schooner glasses in here, even though there's yeah. a sign on the door that says no drinks. Absolutely. Yeah. No drinking. Otherwise, I'd be fucking smashed every podcast. How good would it be? Uh, if only. It'd be like the anchor days we were uh, recorded over the internet. That was a benefit of that. <laughs> Remember those days? Good times. <laughs> good times. <laughs> it was good, good times. times. Um, but it was another Sky Blue week, boys. Uh, another week of, of socials and another week where we we grew our following a little. But, you know, again, for everyone, um, any, any, any reviews you can post about the Sky Blue Stories podcast are Good much ones. appreciated. Much appreciated. We're working away on on a couple of different little projects at the moment to um, to bring you guys some entertainment. Mm. And, of course, we're only a couple of podcasts away for, from actually previewing, wait for it, an A-League game of football. Actual football. <laughs> do we have a date for that yet? Cray, cray. I've almost forgotten how that works. We do, James. 17th of July. We have 28 no. rankings. Well, 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 we have twen- I've gone back to the previous conversation. We have 28 rankings. What does that mean? That's amazing. We are nothing but five stars. On what app? What app Get out of town. Well, this is the Apple podcast. Wow. So on, on iTunes. On iTunes, Everyone who's reviewed us has given us 20, uh, five stars. Yeah, we have nothing but five. We are five stars. How many people have left a comment? My wife clearly hasn't left the review then, if they're all five stars. Uh, yeah. I'm trying oh. to find. How do I find out? Uh, finally, a great listen. Five stars. Gen- <laughs> General Giant. Thank you. Like uh, excellent Sydney FC potty. It's what we've all been waiting for. Finally, a podcast for Sydney FC fans. Keep up the great content. Oh, you know it. what? We will. They're the only two written reviews. Yeah. But I'm going to give us five stars now. I reckon, <laughs> both, <laughs> I reckon both of them are Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, Thank Kevin you and your, your many personalities, Kevin. Surely. Oh, yeah. But, um, uh, you know, we've also had some international flavour lately, uh, <laughs> lads. There's um, people tuning in from Birmingham. Uh, Croft in the UK. We've got, uh, you know, we had, uh, I think it was Stephen from, from Switzerland, uh, mm. Freiburg recently. Didn't we have a Norwegian listener at one point? We, we, we could have. Has um, he dropped off? Someone from the Bronx, Brooklyn. Oh, really? Some listeners from Brooklyn. And, and one that I hadn't Jennifer noticed before. Lopez. One that I hadn't noticed, well, almost. From the block. Um, yeah. Guatemala. One listen. Wow. One listen from Bad Guatemala. Myanmar so and Guatemala are oh, sky blue. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Amazing. So, <laughs> Yara Yara has If migrated. you are from Guatemala, Mm. Please, mm. please get in touch. Sean can speak Spanish. I'm not sure if mm. that's the national Sky Blue Stories is, at Outlook.com. No. Sky Blue Stories at Outlook.com. That's S K Y. No. no. Um, <laughs> please <laughs> get in touch. Probably we would love to hear Diaz. from you, Guatemala. Mm. Buenos Dias, probably from where you are. I like right that at this you moment. said that with a very Australian. Yeah. Buenos Dias. Oh. It's almost Mate. like. Buongiorno! <laughs> 
Buenas noches. Oh, dear. But, hey, look, uh, again, thank you, everyone, for, for coming along for our uh, entertainment and hopefully you've, you've gotten something out of the ride as well. We'll continue on. And, yes, Jimmy, um, back, to the, back to the game. So 17th of July. Wellington Phoenix is our first game. And, um, yeah, it's about two podcasts time. We'll be previewing a game. Have they said where it's actually being played? No. No, I didn't think so. Mm. Sort of forgotten how to preview a game. Well, it's all right. Sean and I have been carrying the bods. So yeah. We'll still yeah. Do it. We'll all right, do it sweet. Right. Good, good, good. Happy yeah. to have that week off. Uh, Jonathan, <laughs> like every other socials week. this week. SFCU stats with Rowdy has been very busy over the last uh, what, week or two. With the the battles of the Sky Blue Division and the other division, and there has been crowned a winner, and unsurprisingly, it's a jersey in Sky <laughs> Blue, um, not the one I voted for. Not my, it's not mine. It's not not my favorite. Well, I have this one. Um, I do have this one too, um, but it's the twenty fifteen to seventeen home jersey, the nice basic blue with a little bit of. You know, navy trim along the collar and the and the sleeves, with a very handsome one of uh, Sydney FC's favourite sons, Sebrile, mm, um, mm. dressed in it. Um, what do we think? Rightful winner, Demo- democratically, it was. Um, yeah, look, I think it got on the. What I noticed was, I voted, I think, every day, and and what I noticed was a lot of the newer jerseys were were getting the votes and. Um, I think this has had a bit of a record breakers legacy. This this result. Um, obviously, this is nah, the jersey that um, has some significance. Yeah, you know, Ryan Grant banged the uh, banged the goal in to, to level up against Victory in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that's definitely had something to do with it. Look, it's not bad. I think without the Webjet logo on there, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's probably a much, much, much improved jersey. Um, but you know what? I'm I'm, I'm happy a sky blue one got mm. the win over a, yeah. a navy or a grey. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was my first Roll jersey oh, that yeah. I bought on the first game that you took me to. There you go. Oh, where was that? That central Allianz. Oh, okay. Allianz was. I yes. preferred the 2018 FFA Cup. I love that. Like, I love any of the uh, jerseys in the years gone by that have that kind of faded to dark or fade to light kind of thing at the bottom of it. So the FFA Cup won this other semi-final one, uh, and, and all those kind of other. I love your ACL one, James. That you. You yeah. picked up yeah. Atos, right? Yeah. Atos it didn't even make it through. It's the uh, no, Atos one with the geometric pattern. Yep, uh, on the front of it. I thought that was great jersey. Um, thank you again. Sixteen. Trying to look at the to graphic the ACL jersey, but any of the my tend to be those one-off sorts of jerseys that are the ACL FFA Cup ones. Mm. Some really, of those are really, really good. Like them. Yeah, really like them. Um, I'm, I'm, see. I look at Webjet and I hate it, but then I look at the star on the front of it and I also hate yeah. it. Yeah, right? yeah, okay, right. Um, but the, it looks the, better though. Look, the star does. looks a lot better. It does, and yeah. I think the the best thing I did was take it off the kids' ones. Yes, great. Yeah, good right. decision too. I actually, um, I think the the other division, Sean, was the the eighteen nineteen alternate mm-hmm. um, with the sky blue trim on the. Well, we don't call it navy blue. What is no, it? Dark what do we blue call it? Dark blue or not, not sky blue? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're not allowed to call it navy. Yeah. Um, yeah but I got sense. on there. I got on Twitter at one point and had a go about uh, about this year's alternate jersey with the sort of fluoro sky blue thing across the shoulder. Yeah, I just. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And is that the alternate you're talking about? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the grey with the you know highlighter blue. Uh, I got excited when it came out, and I remember a lot of us were looking at the photos. I'm like. Couldn't quite tell what color it was. Yeah, photos, but yeah, yeah I'm I, not. I'm not happy with I this. Went over that got to, to the semi. It got to the semi final. Yeah, I went um, to Rebel to check it out. Yeah, they're not great. No, nah, it didn't look good on. I, but but yeah. I do recall Danny saying that it's the first year we went template. Second yeah. year we're going to have a lot more. Yeah, so you're right. Second year he did say a lot more freedom to customize. Uh, a lot more freedom. Uh, or sorry, a lot more options in terms of offering uh, expanded merch range. Yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to that Under Armour yeah. zip that I My, keep getting a boner for. One that one of the jerseys I'd forgotten about Huge was boner. the 2012-13 community jersey. Sean, I don't know, Jimmy, I don't know if you guys had a peek at that. Um, that was an Adidas jersey. Is that the one you own? <coughs> Excuse me. The no, orange. no. So, um, it, it it had a white front, white pinstripe, and then on the shoulders it had uh, again the dark blue with. Sky blue stripes down down the down the sleeve. Um, someone, one of the fans, created it. I wonder if Jules Bombach on uh, 
on the Sky Blue video tonight. Um, has the that one? Group A, the top of Group A. Uh, it is quarter final in the other division, and uh, the middle one, 2012-13 community jersey. Del Piero would have worn it, I think. Great content, guys. Awesome yeah. pause. <laughs> uh, well done. Nailed that. Now, uh, moving on, James. Yeah, All right, we're going to continue with this flow. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring to our attention with the socials this week, it wasn't that big of a deal, but maybe in the context of what's been happening with Ryan McGowan, how he's been locked in isolation, uh, playing too much Call of Duty over the last couple of weeks, and that there's talk about that he may not quite be ready for our, our resumption against Phoenix. And... Uh, who would take it? Yeah, what are you looking at me like that I for? switched off. I don't know who okay. you're talking about. Ryan McGowan. So, thank you. But <laughs> I wish this was uh, last week, Jonathan. Um, <laughs> or two weeks ago with you. Now, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, but Benny Warland. So he came up in the sh- social mm. this week and um, his horror run of injuries, ACL, um, and the road back to finally playing some football. And just about when he was making the bench just before the mm. – Corona uh, flu hit, um, so he was kind of talking about this was his chance to be able to mm. get a bit of game time after such a long time off. Could you see him if McGowan's not ready to play that? Yeah, would, would he be the first cab um, off the rank to partner Wilco? I don't, I don't know if if him or Flotman uh-huh. um, will get the nod. I actually, to be honest, I hadn't even thought about Benny. I, I've been thinking it was going to be Flotman. Uh, well, at least Robert's for the first been game, playing more because he's had the youth. Yeah, career, yeah. yeah. Um, it, look, it really depends how they've both travelled in terms of their fitness over the this this Corona period. Um, Flotman would be my choice only because of that, and Benny obviously may not be ready to to, to play ninety um, or even sixty. So it really depends on on where they're at. Um, Phoenix are without two players. There's two boys who decided to take a buggy <laughs> for a drive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was at uh, Oliver Sale and and yeah. was it Tim Payne or normally something? I'd be yeah. like yeah you know throw the book at them but I'm like I just thought it was funny just it's getting drunk funny. and driving a golf buggy around good on them. The next thing that came across my eye with the socials was a uh, actually she didn't have much, a long time in in Sky Blue but she certainly made an impact mm. while she was here. Savannah McCaskill I thought she was absolute gun for us with her time in in the WLE girls team. Um, now playing for the Chicago Red Stars, um, but they have to play this modified COVID season to be able to. It's more of like a tournament style group stage rather than a typical, you know, home and away season to be able to crown a winner for this year mm. for, their, for their season. Um, look, she she was an inc- she was just a great forward. She could play ten, she could play nine, she could play out wide. Um, she was either had a great finish on her or a great you know, vision, be able to play mm. the ball through for her and direct the girls around. Um, I would happily see her back in Sky Blue any day of the week. Yeah. I remember uh, I remember the first game I watched um, that she played. She might have she come off the bench. I can't remember. Um, and I just remember being so bloody excited about, you know, who is this Who is this woman, you know? And, um, she was tenacious, she just yet graceful. Up. Great touch, um, great vision. Unassumingly and quick and nimble and agile on her yeah, feet. Yeah, just a, a, an absolute, uh, as I called her during the week, I said an absolute weapon. Well, uh, that W League final um, back at Cogra, the 4 2 win against um, Perth Glory. Yeah. There's two goals she scored, uh, especially the first one from Caitlin's cross in yeah. and around the edge of the box and just like, all right, I'll be stick, able to get that yeah. header on target. Stick my head out, yeah. That's amazing. She got a uh, play of the match for that game. Yeah. Um, but. You know, she she joined us with from uh, thanks to Sophia Huerta for you know getting yeah. a call into Savannah and say come on down. Um, but you know th- that year we had uh, Sophia Calaprico, Danny Calaprico, and and Aubrey. So there was like a good American yeah. contingent. So be interesting to see what happens with her in going forward. Will she come back? Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe a stint at the 2023 World Cup with the US. She's already had six caps, so. Well, I was about to say, if you've if anyone's got six caps for that USA team uh, in this, you know, in the last few years, is is obviously doing all right. Ridiculously yeah. competitive, you get in yeah. there. Uh, the next one, some uh, centre back of ours, some Ryan McGowan bloke. Um, I guess we had to give him something to do. Stuck in a hotel, poor bloke. Um, what do you make of his season? The four so? seasons. I mean, really. <laughs> 
it was a bad place to get stuck in, I yeah. guess. Marriott or <laughs> Marriott? No, it was a full season. Ah. Season. I did key. just say that in the previous sentence. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know I heard you, but I think you're wrong. That's all. No, the Marriott's further down the angle he's got of the Harbour Ridge for season. Because on his interview, he said he was at the Marriott. So. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of taste that you have. So I don't know. I mean, you might be right. James you might have, just, you might have just said that. No, he'd be right. He's staying there, let's be honest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do we make of Ryan so far? <laughs> Jonathan, James, what do we make oh, of Ryan he's so, so far? Proud. Uh, as in um, looks, playing style, con- contribution to the guy, team, yeah. the 14 it's days, the socials that he's put, put out no on. No wonder uh, he's a dad. Yeah, King, specifics. <laughs> I need specifics from Play. Maloney. <laughs> How's he performed for us? I never want to lose him. Oh. Let 30, he'll Hold me. I reckon he'll be our next captain, provided Hold he stays me. in the sea colours. Wilco's 34-5. He's got the maturity. He's got the maturity. Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have Grant as captain. As much as I like him, you wouldn't. No. Apparently, he's fine master, which I didn't realize. Wait, yeah. Is he? Ryan I, th- I think it's yeah. just another form of trolling. Really. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think McGowan's probably a good shout. Um, the only other person that really immediately comes to mind is Captain Materials Ninko, but he's he's almost done. A couple of more years, yeah. They might so, give it to Ninko in his last yeah. year as a little bit of like a, you know, thank you. Mm, I can't see him taking away from Wilco. Yeah. But uh, Mr. McGowan, he's been a bit of a journeyman, you know, playing in Scotland, UAE, China, Bradford, now here. Mm. I, I was watching that Sunderland Till I Die uh, yep. series on Netflix. Great series. Great series. He pop, popped up in it. He popped yeah, up yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, I know that, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he was playing for Bradford. Yeah, yeah. playing for yeah. Bradford. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. And there was a controversial game with them at Sunderland. I can't remember what it was, but there was a little bit of, I don't know, maybe there was a little bit of fight on the field. But anyway. That's right. You're right. Yeah. 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 20 caps for Australia, probably recently getting a little bit of attention online with his uh, pass set up for Cahill's. What was that about? Cahill's wonder goal against the Netherlands at World Cup. Yeah, because he never mentions it. He never mentions it. So Uh, um, He did open the scoring for us this year, didn't he? Did he, he got that? No, he got the winner. He got the winner. Yeah, that header off the cross, off the corner, against Adelaide in Adelaide. Um, you know, obviously he's got Dylan playing for the Scum. He's a new dad, and uh, I mm. did ask Ryan if you were listening last week. Everybody, <laughs> I did ask Ryan a question. It wasn't asked. However, well, Ben Walland asked the same question, didn't he? Benny sure? Walland did. Uh, I, I think that's what I took away from Ben Wallen's question, and it was, uh, what website have you been using the most since you arrived in your hotel? And in brackets here, <laughs> loaded question that I've put on the wrong trip. I'm pretty sure, Benny, if you're <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he was implying. <laughs> what website have you been using the most? And it was a little cheeky grin from Ryan, and he said, oh, I've been using our you know, FC data website that we have to enter in stuff into. But Depends if you had an IP blocker or not. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> As in yeah. the data website, yeah. not this segment. This thanks, segment's thanks, nothing James, but entertaining. Thanks for contribution. Um, but now, Jonathan, last week, yeah, as, sure. as you weren't here. <laughs> Notice you, he stopped talking to me. <laughs> sorry. Who? Who's that? <laughs> trying to keep Yes, going. last week, yes, Sean. Last you guys did a bang up, bang up job last week, by the way. I did. Really, Thank really you. good. I'm very proud of my children. Held it. Now, uh, the F, uh, the Fox Sports FFA broadcast deal. You're a little bit bummed that as you weren't here, we yeah. chatted a bit about it. Yeah. Thank you for the hyperlinks, <clears throat> Sean. What did you want to say about it? Um, oh, just that I think, I I, I think the whole 12 month thing. Um, is a really good bit of business um, by the FFA, and um, keeps our options open. If you yeah, like to. well, it means that it means that we can plan. Where would you see the A League go? Yeah, I was listening to your chat about it. Um, I I don't know, and something we're about to talk about may may influence what happens with it. Um, but I think that that optus is the the, the favorite it's the natural it's the natural and not the easy option but it's the new home of football in australia it's it's when when people watch football they want to go to one place and watch football i feel you know you don't really want to have to go to be in sports and watch the serie a and then 
watch the A-League on Fox Sports and then watch Tell the Premier League. Tell me about your viewing habits with Optus. the Serie A. My, and personally, yeah. I don't watch the Serie A okay. much, yeah. personally. But I, I have trouble saying Serie A. But I've seen um, a lot of people, yeah. you know, say, well, if... Because BN, for example, announced that they lost the Serie A. And then so everyone went, shit, now I have to get Satanta or um, whatever else it was. And so they got it and then BN changed their mind and said, actually, we do have it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's... I, um, I, I can't see Optus going down that road where they get every single no. football right. But I think no. they've got the big ones, right? Champions League. But they've ramped up their A-League coverage as well and their Australian football coverage in the last six months. 12 months ago, you barely heard them talk about the A-League. No, so what, what Optus have, and I don't want to sound like, I, I don't want this pod to become a plug for Optus, but what Cash Optus you did, yeah, I know, right? Um, call me Alan. Um, what Optus started doing, probably probably aligns with your six-month thing before COVID hit, was every Sunday morning, they'd do a two-hour live show mm-hmm. from 8 to 10 that you could replay on demand mm-hmm. on Optus Sport that would cover off the week in football Everything. around the world. Serie A, Bundesliga, Ligue yep. 1, um, yep. Portugal, uh, the Netherlands, um, yep. Denmark. Uh, A-League got a massive start. Obviously, the Premier League games, the Champions League. It was this big wrap-up of the week in football. And A-League got big billing on that. Yeah. Um, so you can almost see them making a play for but it. What they, what they also did, Jimmy, was they came up with their football originals series i'm not sure if you saw that one right um about the npl clubs so they did that but they also did um sister towns so they did brighton and tasmania and oh cool yeah yeah so um and the the links from brighton and tasmania and the football culture in brighton in tasmania i think it's tasmania um to brighton in the uk there's an outback new south wales town called tottenham yep and yep, the links, there certainly you know, is right and there just all is. these crazy little things and you're like yep. these are really high quality five six minute they're shorts amazing they're amazing that do nothing but and pimp your platform. It's authentic. And it's genuine. And like yeah. I said, they they really I feel made a concerted effort to start to getting Australian yep. focused content. Twelve months ago on the Gegen Pod, you, you wouldn't hear them. You, the A League would get two minutes. No, you do hear Bridgie, these Sorensen, days, all of them talk, Wiener, all of them talking about it. These days you do. Yeah. These days you do. So, oh look, I, I, Optus would be great. I don't. I don't look. I'm not fast. Wherever it goes, I will. I will have whatever that platform is. Mm. It's more if you want to grow your viewership and your brand. What do you do? I, do you, do you it, think Fox will do that? If they reinvest, uh, do you think Fox? Not will do it? not in the current state of things. No. And no. should we read into anything with the likes of uh, Garby gone, Simon Hill? Well, now gone. Well, yeah, right. That, that's actually that's just happened in the last week. That's yeah, probably a worthy it's, talking. It's for. Very um, upsetting. Oh. But mm. uh, yeah, look. Simon Hill's going to pop up somewhere. Optus. Is it going to be Optus? If he pops it, up in Optus, it it's the, the nail in the coffin for, font, for yeah. Fox, right? Yeah. Because you can't tell me they'd fork out for Simon Hill and not get the A-League right. It's, it's, it just paints Fox, unfortunately, and, and you know I've defended them on this pod before, but it paints them again in an extremely negative light because they've said, yeah, okay, here's this deal. It's, what do we say, $37 million, uh, for 12 months, whatever it is. Significantly reduced, but reasonably in line with the other c- codes. Um, great, that's done. However, we're, we're taking away the best football commentator. We're taking away oh, the on. sports journos. Brenton Hill. Brenton Speed. Candy Speed. Brenton. I know. Why are you mixing names up? Because um, they're shit and they don't deserve <laughs> real names. <laughs> but, but you see what I mean? Like they've just lost, again, so much credibility by doing that. So And quality. And quality. So yeah, look, it, it, it's it's going. It, it's made a very very messy divorce into you know maybe slightly less messy with the deal. Um, John, you're a betting man. Mm, not well, so much these days, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> times are tight. Especially um, if my wife is listening. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> uh, Twelve months time, you have to throw your money on it oh. on A League being with or without Fox. Not saying it's going to be with Optus, just with or without. With oh, without. Fox. Yeah, without. Okay. I, I'm 98% sure. 98. Yeah, I'm 98% sure. Yeah. Fox, Fox have said that they do not want to focus on uh, non-marquee content and they don't see Australian football as non-marquee as, as content. Well, so can, I, can I segue this into something else? Please Speaking do. of Australian football. Speaking you know, of marquee what's gonna, content. What's going to happen in the next three, four years yeah. is, uh, you know, 
another big development oh, this week. On, how good. On top of Simon Hill no longer being at Fox with a broadcast deal. And now, 2023, we will have the Women's World Cup, which is fast becoming one of the biggest world events in the world. World events in the Hooray. world. Um, you know, behind the Olympics and the, and the, and the Men's World Cup. Um, isn't, that, isn't that outstanding? And it'll be uh, interesting to see how that will get telecast. Will it be on Fox? Will it be on Optus? Yeah. Something else? Yeah. Um, and if you're saying Fox Sports has little to no interest in Australian football. You can't see them forking out the money for yeah. it. Although they did, uh, part of the renegotiated rights with the A-League was for some socceroos. It was like eight friendlies or yeah, something. And right. eight qualifiers. A couple of qualifiers, yeah. But exciting yeah. to have the World Cup, the Women's World Cup in Australia Amazing. Amazing. and New Zealand. Don't forget the, the little fellas Still across buzzing. the Dutch. Well, and you know what? Actually, speaking of Optus Sport, huge coverage on Optus Sport with the the with Women's Australia and New Zealand getting the oh World yeah Cup. yeah yeah Absolutely. they they had an interview within about forty minutes with James yep. Johnson. Yep. Um, they had Fox did too, but uh, screw yeah. on. Um, <laughs> that was our obligation. Adam Peacock and Bozza were on. Uh, Fox Sports News, I was watching them in the morning. Lucky us. But you're right, Optus did. They did a huge, huge section on it. Yeah. So um, I with Amy yeah, Duggan, I think. Amy Duggan. I, I feel like, and this may be the cynic in me, this may be me just not liking Fox, but I feel like that was more I'm making up. It was more out of obligation and contractual yeah. obligation yeah. than something genuine. Well, it means a bit more when Optus does it because you don't have to. Something. Um, it's almost a show of intent. So. Back on, sorry, Jim. Back on Simon Hill. Something um, was pointed out to me during the week. Mm. Um, you didn't see too many of his colleagues, ex-colleagues, coming out and saying we'll much you. about Ooh, you know diva? that you're not going to Simon being there. So, well, there's two ways to do that, diva, mm. or. Were they told they're not allowed to? Yeah, yeah. Toe the company line. Don't. I don't, don't want to be next. Who would you expect to? I don't want to uh, be who, next. Who were, who were you expecting to say like? Well, I mean, Adam Peacock, uh, and I and I love, I love um, ads. I think he's, I think he's really good for the game, and 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 has given a lot to the game. But even his tweet was somewhat muted. It was sort of like, and such is the way of things at the moment, something like that. Mm. It wasn't a. You know, incredible man, incredible person. Or, yeah, they I spent just, a lot of time together. So I, I, I don't know. And again, maybe we're reading too much into it. But yeah, someone, some, someone brought that up to me, and I thought, hmm, it's an interesting, interesting point. Doesn't like point. drummers. The other bit of news, lads, um, doesn't affect Sydney FC too much. Although Alex Wilkinson is the president. Um, John Didelitzer, uh stepping down from the Professional Footballers Association today. As uh, CEO, so why more change, more change there? Why? Uh, yeah, he just said just basically it's taken a big toll on him and wants to step back for a bit. Um, he was a candidate for the FFA role, James Johnson's role as well. Remember, um, so another person moving on, a little bit of a World Cup connection, Kaya Simon, former SC yes. player, and where's she going? Sydney. Well, she, going, she did mention, I saw it pop up on the socials, that she's moving on from City and she did a little mm-hmm. Instagram kind of thing, thank you and farewell. And then I was watching uh, one of our favourite shows, Jonathan. You, Ladies League? Have you been <laughs> oh. Have you been paying attention? And she was on it as a guest. Oh, uh, yeah, I, didn't, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Person. I recorded it. Yeah, And uh, she said she'll be off to Europe, somewhere okay. in Europe. All right, there you go. So we'll see. Um, she's been Steph Catley as well. Oh, yes, yeah. I think Steph I Catley's that. off. Uh, yeah, quite a few of them. Uh, yeah. But speaking of those players, I know come 2023, I'll definitely be buying tickets to uh, Matilda's games and maybe even just some other random. I think so. Uh, in the USA games. games, mate. Yeah. Incredible. France, um, Brazil. Yeah. But who? Like it's. it's Lionesses. I won't. I won't. Oh, yeah. I won't. If, especially like, Phil Neville. Yeah. <laughs> Still in charge. Neville, Neville. No, they, they play good football under Phil yeah, Neville, not. They did. You know, um, just to see Phil Neville. Okay, I, won't, yeah. I won't ramble on James and Jono about what good it's going to do for the game and the women's Says game. the man with a top five list that has 11 lines anyway. Yeah. All in moderation. Now, um, who – Jonathan, you might be best to talk yeah. to because oh. I don't think James could name one person in the women's Sydney FC squad. <laughs> um, that is insulting. Okay, he could name one. I doubt he could name two. That now, is insulting. Aubrey. Huh? Aubrey. Last name? Bledslow. 
Close Somewhat enough, of a mispronunciation, yeah. but anyway. Oh, yes, yeah, says the master of nailing. <laughs> there were frost. actual difficult names in that top five. I'm foreign. Yeah. Um, but who do you reckon from our current squad? Who do you reckon from our current squad? Yeah. Could be there in got the their eye, squad. Got their eye on it? Ooh, yeah. that's a good question. Um, there's a couple of. There's a couple of players. Remy Simpson's obviously one, and mm. I think back to our. Um, she, she was one that didn't come to mind. I think back. Well, I think back to our Teresa Polias chat, Sean, where she Definitely. was talking about. Um, Teresa current Matildas. Sorry, you're talking about her her twin almost on the field. Something that who she said that could take her place. No, uh, yes, yeah, but no. I, I was okay. I was leaning more down the road of um, what Teresa said about. Current Matildas simply getting picked on name and reputation, uh-huh. and and not killing, killing the the W League like they should, and and she's a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think three years rolls around. There are a few girls are, are currently in the Matildas around that twenty nine thirty age, yep. and nothing stopping them from playing. You know that's not old by any means, and in, in certainly in three years time. But I think players like Taylor Ray, players like Amy Sayer. They're, they're my two um, pick from the current squad. They're, you know, young Matildas, um, Angelique even, potentially. Yeah. Um, if she has another season like she did this year, um, absolutely. But well, Angelique and Amy are both quite young, though. They are. They're all, all three of them are super Amy's young. Amy's 18, 19. But they could be How the Bolters. Old's Taylor, Ray. Right? I'd say, uh, I think she was still in high school. Born in 01, so she's yeah, 19, 19 currently. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'll Alana, be there and there Alana Kennedy, I'm sorry. I feel is one of those names. Uh, on my heart saying play well, kick ass, be that dominant centre half, we know you can yeah. be. But I feel like she's kind of petered off, kind of plateaued in the last 12, yeah. 18 odd months. Princess um, Abini. Well, Prin- she's Prinny's someone, another I'm one. waiting for Prinny to really kick ass and just, you know, she needs a fire. I think yeah. she gets, she's getting better with every year. And again, she's still very young as well. Um, well, she's at RPO. Got Rolston. Yeah, Tegan Allen just signed for RPO too. She's only twenty. Pretty. She's been around forever. She's been with us since she was probably fifteen or yeah. sixteen. So there's, there's to answer your question, Sean. There's a lot, a lot of our current squad, and and you know, if I had to pick one that I think would be a chance of, you know, grabbing a development role, or uh, I'd probably say Remy at the moment. Mm. If she she gets top goal scorer in the W League again a couple of years in a row. Well, seeing as we got could a you, how could you not pick her? Well, how could you not pick her? Well, seeing as we've got a World Cup here in a few years, more and more players are going overseas, mm-hmm. probably with the the goal of being in that Matildas team in a few years' time. But you can't have we can't host a World Cup and have the final of the Women's World Cup here with a W League with a domestic women's season. What only what twelve or yeah. something bullshit games you'd, long? So you'd, hopefully, you'd hope there's some change sooner rather than later. There's a bigger and better W League season. You'd hope so. Um, You'd hope so. You'd imagine the FFA. Because otherwise, you know, it's the W League where it's most of these players are going to come from to feed into um, that 2023. And, you know, but but just generally speaking, incredible news. Um, I think Australia has hosted a Youth World Cup before, like many, many years ago, early 90s, like a 17s or a 19s World Cup. Um, but this is the first senior World Cup that they've hosted. Um, and then you've got players, well, you've got the biggest uh, player in the world, Megan Rapinoe, coming out and basically saying, this is incredible, I might have to stick around a bit longer. And, you know, she's 34, 35 now. I reckon you she'll know. still be good enough. Um, <laughs> well, you know, she's still winning winning the, the Ballon yeah. d'Ors. Um, I reckon it'll be almost so one of the biggest events in Sydney or in Australia since the Olympics. Will since be, 2000. no doubt. There was no a doubt. rugby union, but... In the Commonwealth Games or something, but... Do we have one? So, amazing, yeah. amazing news, amazing news. Now, Jonathan, you want to surprise us. You want to yeah, indulge sort of. us in some stats <laughs> and things. Sort of. Um, back to Sydney FC-related content. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I was watching uh, – who was I watching during the week? Ante Milicic um, talk about uh, an update on MacArthur mm-hmm. Bulls. I keep going to say MacArthur Rams, but MacArthur Bulls. Is he definitely going? Well, <laughs> they're making it look like he is, um, yeah. but we'll see. Um so, yeah, he was talking about they've, they've signed nine players and four or five of them are Australians that haven't played in the A-League before, which 
was sort of a little bit, you know, exciting, I guess. But, bit, you know, A-League seen as a recycling league. Does that mean um, I'm getting a run? It could, could <laughs> be. It could be. Oh, you're not overseas-based, Sean. Oh, Sorry. Which yeah. shits me, I've got to say. The recycling? Yeah, because yeah. Ryan Grant's not recycled. <clears throat> nope. But there are a lot of players that have played for five, six, seven clubs, right? Adam LaFondra's nope. not recycled. Nope. We he's, do. Re- he's, re- he's, he's recycled for me. See, my theory is we don't see too many recycled players because we're at the top of the top of the pyramid. So usually the players that go in club to club are battling around for a spot in the lower lower team. That's my theory anyway. Yeah. Um, a bit like Popovich, really. Yeah. Yeah. You could say that about Graham. I'd, I'd, I'm happy to stick the boot into Popper. Yeah. Um, so what I did, lads, uh, with the help of sfcstatistics.com, um, was, was just chuck some numbers down about what A-League clubs Sydney FC had received players directly from, so directly, um, and what players had we directly sent players to within the A-League. Is so... A- the 321mojo.com? No, so this is just, just pure numbers. Pure numbers. So how many players came in? How many players went out? Mr. BuzzFeed sitting um, across from us. So, so for example, um, for example... You won't believe these players. <laughs> <laughs> You're a BuzzFeed. Uh, Alex Brosk, so came from Brisbane. So that would be one to Brisbane in. But he left and went to uh, Japan. So there's no, there's no outgoing number. But thinking about that, and I'm probably confused you both a lot, what club or clubs do you think we would have received the most players from I want to, uh, over, over the players. years? Yeah, just players. Yeah. Do you know my, like, okay, don't think about it too much. My first thought was victory. Okay. Mine, mine was Brisbane. It was Brisbane. Why do you say victory, Sean? I don't know. I just thought Costa. Mm-hmm. And... Now, when I think about it more, Vukovic. I can't think of anyone. Can't think of one. Yep. Luka, who yeah, came from victory. You've got you've got two of them. Yep. How many? Not Antonis as he went. <laughs> really? There's four from victory. So Melbourne and Brisbane are actually two of the lowest. They're actually the lowest clubs that have been there since the start, which I thought was very interesting. Oh, yeah, they'd be hesitant to. And here's a stat, and and if you guys can pick one out, or if anyone of our listeners can. We have never sent a player directly to Melbourne Victory. Good. Never. So no one has ever left Sydney FC and immediately signed with Melbourne Victory. Oh, and Tonus, or did he go to Wanderers first? No, he then? had overseas no. stints. Oh, okay. But we've had four. So four players in from Victory. So Seb Ryle. Yep. Uh, Barber, Vuka, and uh, Fabio. Left back we had um, yes. a few years ago, bald Brazilian guy. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so that so so Melbourne Victory is actually in total when you total the ins and outs the lowest uh, year one club. Okay, what about Brisbane? They're the next lowest. Yeah, and so we've received two players from them. One is Alex Brosk. Yep, and the other is Matt German, who went from us to Brisbane, back to Sydney. Um. So pretty interesting stuff. So the highest, interestingly enough. There are two clubs that, that I, again, from my very loose numbers, um, ranked the highest, and they both had the same amount of players in and the same amount of players out. North Queensland Fury? Close. <laughs> um, Central Coast and Newcastle Jets. I was going to say Newcastle. Really? Central Coast? Mm. I can see the out to Central Coast being high. Yeah. Um, so we... So nine players in... Seven players out to both clubs. Nine players in. So nine you think about Arnie as well. Like Arnie brought a quite a few yeah. Mariners so, players. So ramble off some of the the nine in from both of them. Um, so Mariners in. So Pedge, mm-hmm. uh, Bernie, mm-hmm. Matt Simon. Um, the outs were Tavares. You know, Fatty. Simon um, as well again. Simon again. Yep. yep. Um, so quite a few there. Newcastle, Newcastle surprised me, but they kept popping up with you know, um, not Joel Griffiths because he went well, he went back there, so that was one. Um, you know, Adam Petratos. Griffiths, uh, Stu Mushalik, um No, Petrados went to a few different places. Uh, Topol Stanley went Andrew to Kool. the Jets from Did us. Did he go to Jets after us? We took him from the Jets. So hang on. Yeah. Stanley went to the Jets, then went to Wanderers, then back to the Jets. Correct, yeah. 
Um, and talk about I think recycling. he also went yeah. somewhere else in between Nikolai. He had a, he had a couple. So, yeah, uh, he, I think you're right. I think he he, he, he's played Popper, for a couple of uh, – no, no, no. But he's, he's, I think he might have played for him. So, yeah, so nine players in and out. So total of 16 for both Mariners and Jets. The next, the next one is, is one worth mentioning as well. Melbourne Heart slash City. What was the number? Was just one out? less. Nine in, six out. We've had nine from them over the years. Nine we've taken from Melbourne City. Oh. And when you think about the current team, there's actually quite a few. Wilkinson. Yep. Zulo. Uh-huh. Caceres. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Bratton. Yep. So there's four um, of the current squad. And then players we've sent to them. Brilante. Actually, we, we got Richard Garcia from them as well. Richie, yeah. Yep. Um, so we sent when, when Hart first got established a few years ago now, but we actually did a lot of their squad, you know, made up from Sydney FC players. So you had Clint Bolton, um, Simon Colosimo, um, Alois. could have been there's, yeah, there's a cut. There was quite a few that, that were foundation members. So really, really interesting. Perth glory was the next lowest with, with 13. So eight players in five players out. Didn't we send Berlanto to city? We yes. sent Berlant. You're right. Yep. There's another one. There's another one. So yeah. And then Perth Glory. You said yeah. Perth Glory next on the list. Um, you know, you think about the Jamie Coins, the Riley Woodcocks, uh, Brandon O'Neill. We got from Perth. Yep. Uh, like I said, Richard Garcia. We sent to Perth. God, I miss Brandon um, O'Neill. So next down was Adelaide, and there was quite a big gap then. So outside of Mariners, Jets, Heart slash City, and Glory, then then it was a bit of a drop to Adelaide, North Queensland Fury. Um, we sent six players to the North Queensland Fury. If we said fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, then Wellington, if you include New Zealand Knights, there's one player New Zealand Knights. Uh, then the Wanderers, then Brisbane, then Victory, and Western United. I wonder so, if the Wanderers are so low because there's that, you know, I yeah. don't want to play for them because they are my rival. I, I'd rather play for anyone else. I can't play for my yeah. team's rival. I, I, That's Brosk and uh, Caceres' yeah. influence. Well, I found the victory stat that we, you know, baffling that no one has gone straight I from Sydney it. to victory. I'd love to be corrected if, if, if there is someone someone can think about. But Please don't ruin the dream. Yeah, I just, I don't think there I is. I love that we've taken and is. never given. <laughs> right? That's it's, right? It's like we're a selfish lover. And not only that, but Seb Ryle, who is, you know, in our top three appearances of Ota all the time, and he's a Sydney boy, so he should have been with us in the start. You know, Costa Barbarousas, who is a marquee player, Danny Vukovic, who did Wonders ridiculous man. things yeah. for us in the one year he was with us. So, you know, uh, definitely more hits than misses. So, and yeah. And not surprising probably seeing the Jets and Mariners up the top for ins and outs, seeing as they're a New South Wales team. So there's probably that convenience of them. Geography, geography as well. Yeah. and. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, just a bit of bit of a uh, bit of uh, hashtag content. I liked it. Good content. Thank you. Thanks. Keep it up. Yeah. Uh, I very studiously did a top five this week. This top five. Somebody else was supposed to, but that's all right. So um, we we have jobs that are big hours, Sean. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, just ninety three, uh, whatever. Now finger paint. Yep. Uh, look, I thought I'd stick. Now, I'm just going to call it Sean's <laughs> Top 5 featuring – and on the weeks that you bothered to do it, FT, James and Jonathan – Yeah, Jonathan. just featuring oh, – hey, I'll do Sean and Jonathan's Top 5. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when James bothered to pull his finger out, I'll just say f- – and this week's featuring yeah. Sorry, I've got to James. provide. Yep. You know, anyway, earn that money. so on the back of Jono's uh, the other Drug week – addiction at, to keep up. Yep, the other week about – the theme of Teresa Polias and mm-hmm. their Sydney mm-hmm. CWE girls or mm-hmm. women. Um, I thought I'd continue that theme with what's happened in this past week with the 2023 World Cup, Women's World Cup coming to our shores and across the Dutch. Mm-hmm. So I've done a top five best Sydney FC players to have represented the Socceroos. Okay. okay. Socceroos or Matildas? I've done both. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's not in line with Teresa Polias. Well, no, because the theme of you know what I mean—the theme that there's something's happening. Come on, come on. Um, should we do me. both, or should we save the Socceroos for like when the Socceroos are actually? All right, playing? we'll save the Socceroos then. Yeah, let's All do right, Matildas. Let's go Matildas. I'm excited about the Matildas. All right, I'm going to black it out on my run sheet. Ooh, I'm going to unblack it out so I can see what's oh, yeah. coming up. Not yet. Oh, no, so I had to try and 
I went through the the many years of W League Sydney FC players, and I was trying to find a happy medium between uh, amount of games played for both the national team, but for both the Matildas and Sydney FC. Uh, but it's not always necessarily about how many games you play, because as a, a former, or well not former, current wonderful, amazing player for Sydney FC told us that sometimes players get picked more on their um, name rather than how they're performing. Mm-hmm. So I try and find a happy medium between games played and as well as the impact. So I'm going to go five, four, three, two, honourable mentions, and then the one. So is that bottom to top or? Bottom to top. Okay. Right. Yep. So I wasn't James, is that starting, okay with you? Starting at five. 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 Thank one, you, Jonathan. Two, Nine, I've got 10, li- 11. Uh, there's 11. for all there's our 11 lines. There's no, no, 11 no, no. lines on the run sheet, Sean. For, for a all top our five, no, 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 no. for all our listeners, I've put links there to like their Wikipedia page and stuff. So James actually knows <coughs> who we're talking about. <coughs> uh, excuse me, I believe I said five. Five. So number five, I put as Sam Kerr. I think uh, she's our fifth player to have played fifth best, play, best fifth player to best. have played the Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr. Yes. I know who she is. So <laughs> is this is this that's, that's shocking. A, that is shocking, Sean. Fifth. So let me hang on. She's had she only had twenty four games. I was for about us. to say, is this form whilst at Sydney FC? Yes. Okay. Strictly at Sydney uh, FC. Okay. Not while she's wearing you know, wearing a purple jersey Perth for Perth Glory okay. or something. Right. Purely Chelsea. at Sydney FC. I'll allow it. Move on. Thank you. So Sam Kerr, 24 games for us, 13 goals. Currently on 87 goals. Uh, sorry, 87 appearances and 42 goals with Australia. So fifth is Sam Kerr. I'm still outraged. Four. Thank you. Four. Um, Caitlin Ford. A little bit begrudgingly, but my feelings of her performance of late aside... Alana Kennedy, 59 player. games to Sydney FC, nine goals. She's scoring many because she's a, a centre-back. Um, no stranger to a good free kick, though. 87 mm. uh, appearances and seven goals for us. Oh, sorry, from Matilda, I should say. So, Alana Kennedy. Uh, she's bounced Only around. Fourth. She's had two, three times at Sydney FC. I think she's yeah, kind of yeah. gone back and forth between, yeah. uh, I think, Wanderers, Jets. City. Was Jets in there, too, I think, a Could short be. stint. So, Sam Kerr and then Alana Kennedy in four. So controversial so far. Three. Now, this one in number three, I actually had in first place for a little while. And then other names came up and I had to reshuffle around. So, third place for me as the best Sydney FC player to have represented the Matildas is Lisa Devanna. Now, she only had a very – she had 24 games for us, six goals. She's had 150 Hundred and fifty caps, yeah, caps for yeah. the Matildas, and that's what I'm seeing from a lot of these. Seven goals, she, she's brilliant. Most of them have more appearances for the Matildas than domestic, yeah. you know, domestic. Football. Well, that goes to show how shitty the W League is, and how long. Like they could be playing for a number of years, but don't rack up that many games because it's such a short season. So Sam Kerr, Alana Kennedy, and third place Sydney FC player to have played for the Matildas, Lisa Devanna. Two, dos. Uh, as mentioned earlier, Kaya Simon. Uh, she's bounced around a little bit too, but she's 68 appearances, 35 goals, so quite a good strike rate while she was in Sky Blue. 92 games and counting for the Matildas with 26 goals. Very good. She was also, I believe she was possibly number two in my top five W League players. I, I she was. For uh, Sydney FC. Wonderful. Now, here are my honourable mentions. Um, Kylie Ledbrook. Uh, it's great for us. Sixty she games and was. only nineteen for the Matildas. I always pronounce mispronounce her name a bit wrong. Savet. This one, Savet Ulzunla. Ulzunla. Uh sixty-four games for us. Forty-two for the Matil- Forty-eight, sorry, for the Matildas. Um, this next player, as I just mentioned earlier, just signed for Arpia, so she'll be running around in what is almost like a Sydney FC team for Arpia this season. Uh, Tegan Allen, seventy-four games for Sydney FC and forty for the Matildas. Yeah, that surprised me. I um, I remember Tegan running around for us uh, probably in that grand final at Allianz mm. with City a couple of years ago. Was might have been the last season with us. Um, but she spent some time. Seventy four games. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the last honourable mention, Chloe Lagazzo. Um, I don't think she scores enough goals for either us or the mm-hmm. Matildas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie. She's got it in a locker. That's the thing. 
She does. She's, she's a bit like Brillante, right? Part of my bit like cliche, but she's got the potential. She yeah. just hasn't quite not to not to compare her to a, a A League player, which which I don't like doing, but she similarly to Brillante, you know, she's absolutely got it in her locker, mm. but just don't get on the scoreboard yeah. too much, you know. Um and so number one, one. Caitlin Ford. Hey. I, it was a, a clear favourite yeah. once all the names started coming to mind. 70 games for us, 23 goals, 81 for the Matildas, 20 goals. Um, and a tidy transfer fee. Mm. Yeah, to Arsenal, of course. Um, but look, you know, if you're putting a World Cup squad down tomorrow and she's still going to be at, like a nice ripe age for the 2023 World Cup, she's one of the first few names that yeah. you write down. Yeah, Whether it be sure Ante it as a military, as the coach or whoever it may be, yeah. Um, along you know Ford, Kerb, Lydia Williams. Um, uh, I was thinking of someone else who should get first pick, but she's one of those first foot names that you write down in that Matilda's yep. team. She's just amazing. She's ridiculously consistent. Uh, she's got an eye for goal. Great combination play, vision. Um, there's little to no difference between her best and worst game. She's terrific. Um, Very good. Yeah, so good. five to one, Sean. So we had Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr, Alana Kennedy, Lisa Devanna, Kai Simon, Caitlin Ford. And now, it might be a little bit controversial, you know, me leaving out Chloe Lagaza because she's probably one of those first picked in a Matilda's team as well. And I left out my favourite, Teresa. Yeah, well, I was going to say something. You were? but um, I love you, Teresa, but, you know... Yeah, well, she's, you know, on a Matilda's level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I had to, had to wait. So up. they are Sean's uh, top five Sydney FC players to have represented the Matildas. Si, senor. Wonderful stuff. All right. Well, I think that's um, bringing us to a bit of a close. We've we've done some stats. We've done some Women's World Cup. We've done some top five action. Talked about the socials. The socials. It's all happening. Um, next week. Anything happening? Next week. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> my faux pas on uh, uh, social media earlier today, um, uh, we talked about Nick Rojas, so we're definitely um, talking to Nick. It came too early. And that will be um, that will be next week. That will be next week on yeah. the podcast. So, so it's um, next week the, the, the week that we're going to be able to talk about actual football? Or is that no. Well, I mean, I mean, we can talk we about it if we football. want, but, yeah, it'll be the week after. That'll okay. be the lead up to the uh, Wellington Phoenix game. And hopefully by then we'll actually have a bit of a draw and – you know, it is going to be dynamic, as we know, but um, we might actually understand, yeah, what's happening beyond the Phoenix game. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Exciting time. And if you are Victorian, stay at home. That's how I'd like to end the pod. <laughs> Jimmy, it's been a pleasure. Jonathan. James. Malone. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>